last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes defeated a sea hag in the hold of the Direption and found signs this plague ship from Nadal had connections to an infamous Ergothoan priestess. With Eel's End under quarantine and Abadarian priests now getting sick, how will our heroes fight the infection? The Cursed Campaign continues now. We're in the money now. Oh, we are in the money now. <laughs> you know what's weird? I think like in this day and age, this strategy would never work. Right? Oh, totally. you, you think yeah. of like the amount of times you've handled money recently? I I I've only done it in recent memory because my mother uses bills and Your like mom. pays me back in money. And I hate when she does it. She's like, <laughs> I take them all out to dinner, I use my card. And she's like, oh, I need to pay you back somehow and hands me a wad of bills. And I'm like, I'll never spend this. So I don't think infecting like money would work. But now it would, though. And, And the reason why it would is because the people who get paid with cash are often serving food and drinks. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Right. My mom was a bartender for a long time. And although she got her a little paycheck of, you know, the pittance that is a bartender's paycheck and a waitress's paycheck, and she got paid, everything else was in cash. And so she was being paid in cash and then she would be handling drinks, food, all of these things. That's, that's, I mean, actually a very crazy way to spread. You could spread disease fairly quickly because every restaurant, most of them don't pay don't pay cash basically to their employees, except for their their paycheck. I say that in quotes since it's like three dollars an hour. But yeah, so service uh, industry getting absolutely the raw deal on this uh, yeah. this infection. You know, I think mm-hmm. for me it wouldn't be money, but if you wanted to infect me with a disease, I think if you infected all the toilet paper, mm. I'd be diseased. I touch toilet paper like eight times a day. <laughs> hey. That's that's a bill in and of itself. I'm just I saying. Guess. I'm just saying from different rooms too. Like I'm going, you know, I'm going around. You definitely get me with the toilet. What do you guys think? Uh, aside from money, what do you think would uh, would get you in the end if if somebody like put a disease on it? The municipal water reserve <laughs> that would do it if if it can last in whatever conditions they kind of store and, and treat stuff with in there. Yeah, I think that'd be the difficulty, right? How do you get it to bypass the water treatment plant? Yeah, you gotta you gotta put it in after the water treatment, after it's been treated, but like it's had enough time to kind of the chlorine has dissipated. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty specific spot. Mm-hmm. They'd have to have the inside info to know that. All right, I'm I'm a little biased since we've been going to the run fair a lot lately, but imagine how many times you just go up and touch something at the run fair because it looks soft or a weird texture. Oh, oh, so you think like you think like very very nice looking goods in a like, store. You want to put that on some velvet, leather, corduroy, mm. like those kind of odd textures where people are gonna walk up and they're gonna do that thing where you walk up and you wanna both look at it and kind of touch it. That's gonna get someone so fast. Yeah, I think I think for for the younger generation, fidget spinners have become like fidget toys have become so popular if you if you wanted to target a certain age demographic, you hit the fidget toys. Oh, I th- I think I got this one in the bag. 
you're gonna wipe out the middle the like the middle aged women crowd. Yankee Candle. Everyone's oh, selling all of them. Ooh, yeah. that's, blood, in. that's blood veil. Mm-hmm. If you want to hit our demographic, you go for the Tums medication. Yep, Tums. <laughs> Nothing quite like infected the Tums. Mm-hmm. You take that one down. I mean, you, you're ingesting those. Yeah. Yeah, Haley's the the wait uh, infecting a, a waitress or someone in a restaurant is good. Like if I walk into a Skyline Chili's, you know, I order my usual six cheese conies. And you wouldn't think you were sick. Wouldn't Your think usual I was sick. six cheese conies. <laughs> wouldn't think I was sick, you know, you I go through the transaction, I lay down my bills. I'd already expect you to be sick with the six cheese conies. Yeah, you I wouldn't know where it came from. That's what I'm saying, is he would not know he you was. You wouldn't sick know if it was the conies time. or the disease. Three for now, three for a little uh, to go bag for later. Oh, a little little doggy bag. A little doggy bag for later later oh, i still haven't seen you eating conies you keep talking about it i'll take i'll take you guys He's to been, skyland chili he talks a big coney game it'll be my treat skyland chili lately. Yeah. i'll pay i'll pay in 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 fungible currency like the actual touchable currency <laughs> not ethereum not ethereum <laughs> emily what do you think you get get you uh milk uh well yes dairy <laughs> dairy um i consume so much dairy at work uh i'd i'd be I'd be dead if they were targeting. Do they fire you if you develop lactose intolerance? Mm. I don't think I'd be able to do my job well. That's that's actually a legitimate question for do me. They, like, no, be- no. Do they supply you with lactate now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't gotten to that point yet, so I'm, I'm just fingers crossed. I never develop lactose intolerance. I'd Is there rough. no one on your team that? Has like lactose intolerance and needs to take lactate. No, not one that I know of. No one that survived <laughs> the first year. So that's where all the old employees went to. Develop, yeah, you develop lactose intolerance. Take them out behind the chemical shed. Mm-hmm. Oh They're done. <laughs> Just dump them in a vat of ice cream. They get incorporated. <laughs> Yep, that's, <laughs> that's their Joker origin story. Uh-huh. <laughs> they come out bright white. Like, I was infused with vanilla. I can't remember. Crap, I can't remember if it was my dad or my grandpa, but one of the two of them had a job at some point where they were going into giant, like giant, giant, giant tanks that used to hold like sour cream in them. And would go in with like a hose and had to get all the the sour cream that was left in there like down through it. It's just go in the tank, spray it down. That's a hell of a job, yeah. Man. That's tough work. That's a that's a micro dirty jobs right there. It, it, exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I had to do the same thing. Where I would have to clear. I would have to clear the mash tun uh, in the in the brewery, and that's mm-hmm. where like eventually that becomes just like the old squashed wheat yeah and barley and stuff so you you just like use it <laughs> I, I was as sophisticated as having a uh a rake ah, <laughs> well. a rake to like rake it out of the thing but yeah i think um i think modern times require modern disease transmission methods um i've thought of another good one yeah you hit the factory where they make the uh bags of comp- complimentary snacks for airlines Boom. That's mm. a double hitter right there. Because you got people flying to and fro, you know, all, all over the yeah, place. Yeah, you got your plague ink like transmissibility factor going on. Yeah. I mean, also hit up any gas station, rub it on a gas station handle. Yeah, that worked that worked well in the States. It wouldn't work well abroad. Except for the one state where the one guy's gotta pump it for you, right? Is that New yeah, Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey, New Jersey, you're safe. Yeah. You're safe in Jersey, baby. 
Who would have thought this would thought? be the time to be seen? Everybody, Jersey, everybody the moved to Jersey. Of humanity. <laughs> only the only the gas station attendants have received the blood veil. Everyone else is clean. People didn't have the most people didn't have the foresight to see the crisis to come. But Chris Christie, <laughs> Chris, he did. Chris Christie, notorious in his crisis response. <laughs> 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 Get the blood veil out of New Jersey. Really I couldn't really get through that. Jeez. Oh boy. Uh, well, on that note, uh, it is a refresh, and um, I'm feeling generous, so I'm giving out another one on top of that. Emily, I think that was some of the most apt A to B to C puzzle solving in, that we've that we've seen so far with that call out for the coin. So while you all get a hero point, Emily gets two, and uh, this comes from Rez. I have no idea what I'm doing with this, but it sounds like you sure sure know what you're doing to earn this hero point. Good job. I'm proud of you. May this re-roll bring you a critical success and much excitement or relief. Heart emoji. Enjoy your session. Hmm. Insert a platonic forehead smooch here. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> so sweet. Well, when last we left these heroes... They had cleared out the direction and found quite a bit of loot and information. Seems that the cult of Ergothoa, at least the captain of this ship, was in the cult of Ergothoa and piloted it into the bay. They also learned about a woman named Andason, who was a fugitive from Nadal, known for spreading plague. And she's followed by cultists of Ergothoa. Uh, when bringing this information to Cressida Croft, Cressida didn't, hasn't had any leads on the cult of Ergothoa, but uh, you did piece together that, hey, if the Abadaran priests are the ones that are getting sick first, and they're not, and they were getting sick before they met with any other people, and this disease is being spread on contact, A to B to C, maybe it's the coins that have the disease on them. But surely the free market should be able to handle that. Yes. Yeah. Fluctuations in the in the free market will take course and we'll, you know, we'll see the Bank of Abadar on the other side after Corvosa bails it out. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the leads the party has now are that DeVargo seems to be the most proactive person in the city, quarantining Eels End. And Maybe the Church of Abadar is a place that we, you know, you need to check in with. And so we find you, you know, kind of just leaving Cressida's office. Uh, you also have a shit ton of loot and, um, you know, potentially some downtime here. So what are you guys doing? It's it's kind of evening time now after you had, you know, done the whole direction in the afternoon and rowed your boat back from the middle of the Jagare, met with Cressida. You know, it's it's probably like five o'clock, six o'clock. Well, since banks close early. Banks do close early. Probably can't go there even if we want to, and that's where I wanna go. Yeah, plus they're on their so. pandemic schedule too, so they're even <laughs> even more reduced hours. We have mm -hmm. to make an appointment if we wanna be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you actually know that that is kind of how things are operating. Oh, um you oh. I think you would have gotten that information from Ashani like uh, with those crowds of people waiting outside of the outside of the church, they kind of have to figure out a way to heal people that are actually going to pay. So appointment-based healing is a thing. 
So I guess before we leave Cressida, should we ask if she can get in contact and make us an appointment first thing tomorrow morning, if possible? Yeah, sounds good. Make an appointment at the church? Uh, Well, you don't need healing, do you? That's kind of all they're doing these days. We've got to talk to them, though, about this disease. And if they're only doing appointments, I don't want to show up and be turned away. Well, you know, Ashani, you should be able to... You should be able to say we're here to see Ashani. I'm sure you'd be admitted. Uh, most of the people waiting in line there don't know a single priest from a pauper or anything in between. But, um, you know, if, if they're closed, I can't really contact them until the morning either. Um, best you could do is maybe find Ashani before before the church opens up again. But, you know, chances are he's probably staying at the church. Aye, that makes sense. So I guess we'll just show up. <laughs> Well, that's what you you lot usually do anyway. I don't remember you ever making an appointment to meet, talk with me. We you always told have, us that you needed one. And we always have the most critical information to bring to you. Right, I'm just giving you a hard time. Times are hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose they are, Diego. So, you think, you know, yeah... Early morning. The earlier, the better, honestly, so that the crowd maybe isn't so big. Mm-hmm. But you, you could, um, you could get to the church and just mention Ashani. Mention that you're not necessarily in need of healing. Um, it's business, and you could probably get in. Well, first thing tomorrow, then sounds good to me. Do you all want to swing by Devargo's at Eel's End and see if he might be able to lend any insight? I, I think that's probably for the best. If he'll even see us, we are filthy outsiders and we could be tainted with this plague. You're not wrong. I, I would be hoping that he would make an exception, at least hoping that maybe he could recognize that we're still healthy. Remember, it's a pox. And, well, I guess to cover it in fur, there may be no knowing if you're sick. You could be sick right now. <laughs> Do you, you get that feeling like... Like we would get if, like, when somebody talks about bugs, where you start mm. to get like itchy, but uh, there, there's no real issue. But Diego starts like scratching himself just out of like anxiety. While my fur is a natural barrier, you've got me on edge now. Listen, I'm just raising the concerns we all have. Someone's Comes to church tomorrow, plucked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, going down to Eels End would be good. I want to see if we can fit some some rune transferring crafting in later tonight after this. So depending on what happens there. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you can, you know, I know, I believe Sylvie's the only one with crafting, but Sylvie could certainly do one rune tonight. You could potentially, you know, if there's a open vendor, you could potentially leave your weapon for the night or leave your armor or whatever you're getting transferred. Um, there's also the potential that if you're allowed into Eel's End, you know that Eel's End had like some, you know, some artisans kind of full time there. Um, maybe one of them could could transfer a rune as well. Yeah, over the night. If if we if if the party focuses on my transferring the rune to my hammer tonight, it might make sense to drop uh, Sylvie's armor, whatever you've got, Emily, at a vendor because I think we have spare sets of regular armor. Right, the armor that we have isn't anything special right now. Yeah, I'm just wearing leather armor, so that wouldn't be too hard to find a replacement for. Okay, uh, I will say that the. Um, the spare rune costs, it, it's not going to cost 10%. It's a rune by itself. Uh, so you don't need to get it like etched onto a blank rune and then etched into, you know, you don't have to do
do that. It also takes less time, again, because it's not a true transfer. It's just putting it on the weapon. So that one could maybe be done a bit quicker. But the but the armor rune is going to take, you know, the traditional... I know it's more than eight hours, but I'm going to call it like, you know, downtime evening is what it'll take. Yeah, I, I hate the time rules for the, uh, yeah, the rune transfer I, stuff. It's I'm rough. completely happy to hand wave them. I feel like... I feel like you guys have an evening that you can transfer runes and that's you're not in a time crunch. Okay. Sounds good. So if you head to Old Corvosa and head to Eel's End, you will find that um, there are the Vargas men are kind of waiting at the end of the pier, turning people away. Uh Mir will walk up to them. Well hey there, Mir. Long time no see. How you been? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling healthy, and that's what matters. Otherwise, we get kicked off the pier. <laughs> so there's no one inside feeling sick? Well, I tell you what, we do have, um, what do you call it? when a quor- There's a quarantine in a quarantine, a double quarantine. Is that like, do they reverse each other? How does that work? I believe it's called double jeopardy. Uh, I thought I heard Quarinception. <laughs> Quor- <laughs> I, I kind of quite like Quarinception. That's an interesting take. Um... One of the ships uh, we're keeping we're keeping quarantined. Uh, you know, this thing we're kind of putting ourselves on the front lines. Me and yeah, uh, you know, me and the lads turning people away. You, you can get this close to people. It turns out you can get it. Um, so. Should be covering your faces and wearing some sort of gloves. No, I feel like that's kind of against my personal liberties. <laughs> I feel like this is treading into territory that I do not think we should. <laughs> There's no mandate. <laughs> the queen hasn't said anything about a mass mandate. We helped heal a little girl. Um, I'd, I'd be willing to try and help whoever's in there. It's it's not DeVargo though, right? Nah, the boss ain't sick. Uh, you know, I'd say he's probably quite bored. Just on account of no business really happening. But we've got a stockpile in there and, you know, we're kind of the first uh, first place taking this step. Devago was kind of insistent that uh, we don't let any disease spread on the dock. So uh, I, I can go talk to the boss, say you're here, um, see if he's uh, willing to let you in. Um, lucky for the group here, I don't see any... Uh, any bits of red rash, but uh, you know, we're gonna have to check you before we uh, we let you inside. Is that all right to the group of you? That makes sense. Um, and Mir's gonna take off the gloves she's been wearing <laughs> since this came out, uh, as they're probably gonna one of them's gonna have to like leave. But Mir would, you know, take the mask that or not mask, but the scarf she wrapped around her face and the gloves off for now. Maybe you can teach me and the lads about PPE. Well, you don't want to bring that in. That just makes sense. Well, I thought it was a touching disease, so well, I didn't even think of it, but I'm not quite, you know... I don't want to be coughed into my mouth either. medically minded. Yeah, I guess they... Or I guess, sneeze. I guess they are coughing, but, you know, you get the... The worst of it looks like those big red rashes, you know? I and that's why I got the gloves. I don't want to touch anything, even by accident. All right, well, I'll go talk, talk to the boss. Uh, I'll be right back. And he heads down the pier and comes back about five minutes later. Well, uh, I think 
you know, Devago said we really have to check you. You'd well, uh, oh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Vex starts slowly, you know, like the whole thing goes into slow motion. And I'm sure you're going to add this effect in later, Griffin. But there's like a, a real smooth, like doomy jazz number in the background as he like takes his shirt off nice and slow. You see like the the ripped abs down, the nice, like well-developed pecs, but he's not like too muscular. Mm-hmm. Hold on a minute. Is that a... Is that red rash? Is it just your cum gutters? They point straight <laughs> down, my brother. Really eager to jump into this scene. <laughs> like he turns around and he, as he's pulling the shirt off, you see like just the back muscles are popping. Okay. All right. We've taken it far enough. Uh, all right. Slings he- the shirt over his shoulder. <laughs> He has to like it was, swing his hair back he and looks forth, at everyone, pushes but it Vec, back. The three, you can come in. <laughs> Vec, you uh, gotta put on the shirt. You, you're exposing th- all of your skin. I thought they were checking us. You're like readying yourself to get this disease. I, I never said like strip search. It's kind of like, you know, do you have any obvious rash? And you don't see any, you have an obvious rash. And then you got a cough. I've kind of taken you on your word. Uh, you could be, just roll up your sleeves. You'd be working with the sick if people anyway. If I were hiding anyway. a rash, I would hide it on these pectorals and these <laughs> abdominals. But just, I'm not, so it's okay. It's I think just overkill and dangerous <laughs> at this point. And I think they've already checked you out enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come on in. Uh... Boss is in his on his normal ship. I guess feel free to go talk to him. Uh, none of you have an extra scarf or something. If I can, if you say it's gonna help me uh, not get the, you know, not get blood veil, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Well, you really should go pick up some anti-plague. I think if, uh, if protection's your goal, that's gonna help more than anything. And honestly, we should go shop after this too to pick more up. It might be sold out at this point. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I I probably have extra everything right now, but not not like high quality, just like some cheap stuff. I mean, yeah, something you can wrap around. He, he'd, mm-hmm. he'd thank you, and you could be on your way. Well, let's let's talk to Tavargo first, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, you enter into Tavargo's ship, and he is kind of sitting on his like that throne he has that looks over like the um, the main dining area on his ship. Well, I wasn't expecting uh, you to be back so soon, Mir. I was surprised to hear the, um, you know, my men saying that you are at the front gate, but um, we do have a bit of a predicament on Eel's end, so I figured what harm could you possibly do? How'd the, how the how did the predicament uh, begin? Like how did they be, start to get sick? Well, we you know we decided to quarantine uh, yesterday, so it hasn't been very long. What they're saying is that uh, this uh, blood veil takes a few days to show itself, and so um, yesterday some of my men, some of the people quarantining here with us. I showed a few symptoms, so we kept them on um, on the gambling ship. Um, we moved some beds there, and we're hoping that keeping them away from everyone else will, you know, 
help the situation, but we have no healers on Hill's End, so we have nothing that we can do for them. Um, besides, you know, give them the limited anti-plagues that we do have. I could try to help. Uh, there was- I'm expecting you to help. That's uh, kind of the condition of you being allowed back here. I'm expecting you to help the people that are sick. But I'm surprised you're here in the, you know, just in general, because no one called for you. We heard you had a quarantine. Uh, We've been looking into the origins of this disease. And for probably a couple days now, we have some thoughts. And we've been working with a couple people from the Church of Abadar, as well as Cressida. She had mentioned you had a quarantine. And we wanted to see if it was because you were all sick or if you were just trying to keep everything out. No, mostly we're trying to keep things out. Um, It just happened that a few people within the quarantine were actively sick, so that was kind of a situation we couldn't avoid. Do you know if those people happen to store their funds at the Church of Abador? (laughs) We're not really bank people here, Amir. I didn't think so. That's why I was wondering, where else would they get it? Well... (sighs) I mean, they could have got it interacting with other people at this point. I'm not sure. The first person to get sick was one of my men, uh, Joni. He um, he was sick before the quarantine. We had made up a room for him. And so anyone that interacted with him, you know, some of them did get sick as well. But he was, you may, you may talk to him. I'd like to talk to him to understand where he was, what he's doing, all of that. <laughs> Well, you'll have to help him out first. He's quite nearly dead. Vecca, are you up for it? All right. Let's do our best. Malishka heard that you were on the pier. She's been asking after you for a few days. Did Bef- she get the toys? She did. She quite enjoyed them. Um, I, I wonder if you'd go see her before you see the sick people. I'd really like to. So you can kind of head below deck in, in this ship and you see in the that big web that she kind of has down here, just like the toys are like scattered around it. And she comes up to you and you see she's kind of in that a naughty form where she's like, like her head is like a spider head, but she's like upright. Uh, like she she's kind of like mm-hmm. bipedal. And, you know, the little girl's only like, like maybe just over three feet tall. You know, she's really young, uh, but she just runs over to you and like kind of hugs your leg. Oh, I would hug back. <laughs> um, Mir, you realize kind of quickly she can't talk in this, like, in this form. Hang on. I might have something for this. My animal form... <laughs> does not include spider which is so disappointing um there's something else that's really sad i thought i thought i did have spider um it doesn't seem to be she she may speak actual anadi anadis don't speak with spiders naturally that's something that oh. they have to take they, they can but it's not it's not something that's inherent to an anadi Check out the Lick Legacy show on the Patreon to learn more about a naughty player character. I wouldn't know anything to about To get that. a little naughty. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. Uh, you could roll a nature check. Here. Perfect. I technically have wild empathy, but I 
super do not have the diplomacy. <laughs> She's also not an animal, so. I understand. <laughs> <a while. laughs> These are, I'm trying to think of anything I can do. All right, nature. Let's see, uh, that's a 16. Uh, you think that it's not that she like doesn't speak your language. Mm-hmm. She clearly can understand you. It's just that like she in, in this like weird hybrid form that she's not used to, she just can't like, she can't figure out how to vocalize. Makes so sense. it's more like a problem with like, you know, after you guys did this ritual with her, like transformations getting worse, she can't really, um, she vocal, like she, she knows how to speak in human form, right? Yeah. Uh, and she could probably speak normally as a, as a like regular spider, but like with this weird hybrid form, she's not used to it. Gotcha. Well, um, I guess in that case, I feel like this is now like talking to, this is very different. Uh, but Mir would, um, I should say, I've missed you. How, how are you doing? And I assume John Right. She, she kind of tugs at your cloak and, um, and, goes up into her web and she grabs um, what you remember from your childhood was like a stuffed badger. Yeah. Um, and she she kind of like holds it out and she she makes like a like kind of like heart with her fingers or with her like kind of like she's got like four mandibles uh, not mandibles um, whatever spider legs are called and um, and she like points down at Figgy and you can tell, like, even though she has mandibles, it seems like she's, like, smiling at him. I'm sure Figgy missed you, too. Now, Figgy, that's not your toy, and you can't touch it. Oh, <laughs> oh Figgy's probably a lot bigger than she does. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's like a riding badger to her. <laughs> <laughs> She'd let Figgy play. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he he's Figgy, so... Yeah. He, you know, he's gentle with her, but he, like, you know, allows himself to be pet and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm here to try and heal the people here that are uh, a bit sick uh, in the gambling boat. I won't be able to see you after that because I don't want to risk you being sick, but I'm glad I got to see you now. She, you can tell that she, like, understands, but she does look disappointed. Yeah. I can let Figgy hang out with you. Here, until we're done healing, at least. And she brightens a little bit at that. I'll keep leaving you presents and notes, though, afterwards, and until it's safe. I don't I don't want to risk you getting sick. I know it's sad, but it's better than having you become ill. And so I think you maybe head back up, and DeVargo would, um, would kind of take you aside. Her um, transformations have gotten more sporadic, but... Um, you know, when she is able to turn into a little girl, she did um, She did make me promise her that if you asked to come back, I would let you come back on the pier. Um, and I do appreciate you helping the sick people here. I'm sorry I may have overreacted when I kicked you out. I understand why you did it. I was real, real disappointed in myself as well. I hope that I can do something in the future to make it better, but I'm glad that she wants me back as well as you're allowing me back. I'm counting on you uh, making making things right eventually, but um, right now with what's happening in the city, it 
just makes sense that, um, I mean, you're the only healer this peer has ever known. It makes sense that we have you here. Um, but I do ask that you and your friends, if you're coming back and forth, take precautions, uh, make sure that you are healthy before you cross that threshold. Um, we do want eventually this to be only healthy people. I, and don't worry, your men at the dock are definitely making sure everyone's fine. Uh, Beck maybe went a little too far, but it's otherwise they were checking, making sure we're I not. disagree. <laughs> they said that they were looking for rashes on people and were covered in arms and armaments. They need to know that we're not infected. Anyways. I think it's in a, it, it's I think it's an insult to our hosts that you all did not demonstrate that you are rash free, but that's me. I don't know. Well, Devargo, I would recommend uh, not strip searching everyone, but at the same time, maybe if you have enough to provide both the anti plague gloves and some sort of scarf or something, that all of those things would help your men. That sounds like a um, like a good idea. There was one other thing. As he kind of like gets back to the group of you, he'll, um, he'll kind of mention, um, do you remember my my wear rat friend, uh, Eries, who I put you in contact with to, I, to find... Uh, I remember. She came to the pier worried. Apparently, the townsfolk have taken to hunting her kind because they believe that they're carrying the plague. Uh, and so several of her friends have been killed. With the quarantine, we didn't want to get involved, but if you have a chance to check up with her, um, she may be able to help you with, um, with helping others, but I think she won't be able to do that until her people are somewhat safe. It's a shame because, I mean, obviously people think rats carry plague. She seemed healthy as ever. In fact, little known fact about where rats, they do not contract disease. And so her and her people could be very useful in combating the plague. Uh, they don't get sick. Did they, or rather, did she by chance maybe explain a little bit more what she's looking for. Is she looking for passage outside the city? Is she looking for a watch or a guard? Um, we're only four of us and we're stretched quite thin as it is. We'll help any way we can, but it would be a great boon to us to know what we'd be signing up for. She's worried. Uh, many of her people have gone into hiding, but one of the members of her warren has begun amassing other were-rats to retaliate. Um, she could probably tell you more, but as you all likely know, that would be devastating for both sides. It's a were-rat war. Again, I mean, there have been several executions in the street of were-rats. Just these past few days, um, those that are unlikely or unlucky enough to find themselves on the surface and be called out I can empathize for being angry at at the persecution that they're receiving, but the fact of the matter is, an eye for an eye is just going to leave everybody blind, right? It's not going to solve any problems to retaliate like that. We'll try and calm the situation if we can. 
the best thing we can do to stop that is to demonstrate the true source of this plague and that if if it is not them prove it is not them but perhaps if we can talk to some of the leaders of these factions and convince them to cease hostilities maybe we have a chance at peace before we can start that work yes uh, like I said having the wear rats on the side of the people trying to cure the disease would be a huge boon but right now they're mostly terrified Anyway, I'll let you all get to uh, get to work healing and maybe talk to my men about you know, how they may have contracted this disease. Very first card in the Herald reading has come true. Which one was that? Um, it was past good, but it was said uh, it was the idiot. Neutral evil intelligence. A mistake that's been made in the past will cease to hurt you as you move on from it. Maybe someone you wronged or fell wrong by you will forgive you. Hmm. Yeah. Mistakes can be undone. So that was the one that I cared a lot about. It was the very nice. first one. It happened. Anyways. Okay. You don't have any removed disease, right? So no. you kind of be just like um, just making medicine check. Dirt in medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's fine. You know, there's about eight people in this thing, but you obviously go to the ones that are the sickest first to start healing them. So I'd allow you to make a medicine check here. And uh, Joni, we'd want to talk to. Yeah, Joni. Yeah, I got to talk to Joni. Yeah, Joni is probably the worst looking in this tent. Is kind of like covered in red rash, just wheezing. If we're gonna like Mirvec tag team this, I'd like to attempt my medicine check to aid whatever Mir's doing to remove disease from these folks, and then I can strike up the conversation with this with this person, Joni. Sure. Uh, what do you, What do you want to resolve first? Let's do the medicine because you're gonna need to like get him conscious. Okay. My cantrips are currently heightened too, right? Heightened. Yep. Okay, thank you. Just want to check so I didn't need to add anything to my medicine uh, Let's see if I aid. Uh, I'm going to hero point. Oh, yeah? Hero point that Nachi one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to hero point that. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, man. I kind of wish I rolled separate. That is a 27 for the aid. Ooh, wow. Ooh. Oh, that's great. What'd you roll on that? Like a 19? That was a 19 on the die, yeah. Wow. Just trained in medicine, the pretty average wisdom. Well, Mir's gonna have a plus fourteen now, so plus fourteen. Right. You got aid. Is that a plus one? Yeah, okay. plus one for the aid. You didn't crit the aid. I'll add that in too. All right, let's see how we go. The hero point. How? How? Oof. How? Oh, it was two natural run- it ones. It was in meant a row. to not be. Well, we are meant to really just fall flat on our face whenever we're helping Devargo, aren't we? I'm so mad. Yeah, apparently. Apparently <laughs> can't roll when she's on this pier. Eels in more like, feels bad. This and- time I even used the virtual dice because I was like, man, my physical dice really failed me last time when I was helping Devargo. Yeah, well, the virtual dice give you two natural ones in a row, so. Yeah. Uh, that's tough. You, um, you don't manage to get this guy conscious, unfortunately. It's a really bad disease. It's definitely just a really, really bad disease. Do you know when you're treating disease, uh, if you crit fail, does that, oh, I'll does that see. hurt them? Oh, boy. It, there's a chance. Yes. You cause the creature to take a minus two circumstance penalty to the next save. Oh. Okay, but it doesn't actively hurt them, which means nobody might know that I was bad. Yeah, right, we, it doesn't, we leave quickly. Yeah. <laughs> 
So you attempt that. I mean, it takes it takes a long time to. That's like I could only do one person on night. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like it's, it's eight hours. I was trying to go for Joni because he's the first one. But. So I'm going to say like you two are hanging out here doing this. Um, Diego, you can easily find somebody on Heels End now that you're allowed here to transfer a rune. Um, I don't know if you and Sylvie are heading home for the evening. Then they're going to meet back up here. I don't think they're like necessarily giving you like room and board. Yeah, I wouldn't even think so. Are there are there any shops here at all for items? I'm thinking about picking up Anti Plague. More of that sometime. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, here you think like they're they're trying to use the Anti Plague for the people that are sick, mm. but the the proprietor of the Pesh Den here is is an alchemist. And so I think you could convince him to make you some anti-plague. Now that only lasts if he if he makes it off. To, oh, sorry, I don't know if he's like he could he could like craft or... it, craft okay, it. Okay, not okay. Like you know, he could he could he could essentially like while you have a guy doing your runes, he could probably craft it over you know over the next couple of hours and and make you a couple of batches of it if that's something that you're interested in. Yes, I have the gold if uh, this one has the. Uh, the will to, to craft these supplies for me. <laughs> All right, man. I could probably make you. Uh, uh, what do you? How how many do you need? Two or three would be Two far out. I, I make them in batches of four, man. That's kind of how alchemy works. I'll buy four. I know others in my party will want one as well too. I was gonna say, are you really not gonna pick anything up from Mir and Vec who are actively trying to yeah, heal people? Yeah, before you leave, uh, Vec's gonna be like, "Hey, Diego, I got five on it. Got five on it. Good. Do you need any like uh, herbals as well? Like, I could get you some flay leaf, or I'll pass on that for now. But I promise, I'm not a guard member. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, he'll he'll have it ready for you. In, they have in a to tell hours. you if they are. Yep. <laughs> you, I have you to do tell have you. to tell me if you're a Corvus and Guard member. I understand, and I am not one. <laughs> so, um, so you put that into motion, and do you you guys head to your respective homes? Sylvie will actually spend a little bit of time not getting too close to anyone but she has prestidigitation so she could help just kind of keep things clean. Okay. So she wouldn't yeah, so spend you're... the full time like all night, but she would mm-hmm. maybe stick yeah. around for like an hour and help clean just and then clean up the ward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's enough to have to make a roll, but I do need Vec and Mir to make me fortitude saves. Oh yeah, boy. Here we go. Remember to take your plus one from wearing uh, proper uh, face, face gear. Okay. Um, it was sitting on the 21st second, which I was very excited for, but it didn't roll to the dreaded two. Instead, it rolled to the decent 14. So that is going to be 23. Okay. Uh, that's only a 19. No, it's a 20. I think that Sorry. meets beats from what we know. Yeah. Um, you both feel okay? Yay! Sweet. Not that you would not feel okay if you had it. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. So you head to your respective homes and Sylvie, this is interesting. When you enter the Heights, you pass by a shop that has about 50 people camped out in front of it. What kind of a shop? An Uh, anti-plague shop? The shop's name is Lavender. 
and you see in the window a slogan, Lavender's Luxuriant Liniment. Either you've got it or you've had it. What? Make me a diplomacy check. Oh, okay. 16. Yeah, the 16, it's pretty easy, like in this crowd. Um, you, you read that slogan to yourself and you maybe like ask a person like what that's all about. Oi, they're selling the cure here. The cure to blood veil. Lavender's luxuriant liniment. I, supposed to take the sick right off you. That is quite an impressive feat that they have done here. How do you know this is true? Oh, people have been talking all around town about it. Uh, supposed to cure what ails you. Uh, keep the keep the rashes down. Make them go away. Uh, supposed to make you feel great. I've I just scrounged up the money for it. It took me a few days to come up with it, but um, I'm hoping. <coughs> oh no. I'm I'm hoping it does does fix. What ails you? Sylvie takes one step back. How much does this cost? This miracle drug? Oh, it's five silvers. It's quite expensive. But if it works, it's worth it. They say it'll kill you in seven days. I've already spent four scrounging up the money. Sylvie is is not believing this. Have you seen this drug work yourself? Not myself, uh, but... I've heard from so many people that it has. Is there any sort of knowledge check she could do on this shop or what? We don't really know much about the disease, but this seems totally unbelievable. Uh, You can give me a society. Five gold is not too expensive for a sample. Five silver. Five silver. Sorry, five silver. Even even better. Hey, what if they have figured out the cure? That'd be pretty cool. Four days for this person to scrounge that up they're targeting oh, yeah, it's still expen- it's still expensive when you're you know for us i mean us wealthy beyond their imagination <laughs> that's a 21 yeah with a 21 uh you remember that lavenders is a perfume shop you've passed this before on, on your walks uh because it's not too far from where you live it was i mean it still is presumably a per- perfume shop whose proprietor is named vendra Logri, you have not heard of like them selling the cure, you know, mm, mm-hmm. um, it, until now. But like, clearly, this is not new news. If there's like fifty people camped out here yeah. for the next day, I do not wish to dissuade you in your hope. But this is a perfume shop, and they found the cure so fast. When there are many others who have not, what are the odds of that happening? I don't know how hard diseases are to cure, but the Church of Abadar is costing, charging more money than I can ever afford to fix it. I'd go here in a heartbeat. It only took me four days to scrounge up the money. Might save my life. I'll never make enough to get my disease removed by the clerics in the church. And it's been so difficult to go to the Church of Shailen or Asmodeus. They're usually out earlier than than Vendra runs out of Velixir. This is my best shot. I have to take it. Oh, this is so hard. Sylvie can't do anything to actually help this person. But she does have enough money. 
to purchase anti-plague and this person is sick. So she thinks for a moment, I am doing what I can to help alleviate the problems of this disease, but I'm afraid I might be too slow for you. I do not think this is your best hope. If I were to give you what you need to buy yourself an anti-plague, would you try that instead? I'm not sure I could find one, but I'd be willing to look. But this is supposed to take it away. An anti-plague, it's just supposed to keep you safe from getting it, right? Uh, I don't understand why I wouldn't at least try to, to get it removed. <coughs> Do not put all your eggs in one basket. I feel this will not help you. She really doesn't want to stand around all of these sick people mm-hmm. anymore. She's realizing that she's probably not going to dissuade this man from trying to purchase this, but she will give him the gold to buy an anti-plague because that will help uh, against his saves. So she'll kind of give him some general anti-plague information and hand hand him the gold using her gloves. So she's not actually going to touch him. <laughs> it. I am curious to hear what if this miracle drug works for you. Could you please write to me what what happens to you? And if Sylvie like gives him uh, writing would probably take too long. Why don't you leave a note for me? And uh, Sylvie would give I will stop by the Badger and Blade tomorrow. Why don't you leave a note there? Uh, are there like tables or like she just leave it on the street there? Like she could give him a landmark. Mm-hmm. So not anything inside, but just like a flower pot or something next to it. You better make sure that you tell us well before we touch that note. <laughs> well, if if he's waiting here overnight, he probably won't get the cure until the morning when we're all meeting morning, up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine. I just I don't want to wake up and touch some note that's been touched by the sick. <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> well, <laughs> I appreciate the the gold very much and I'll be sure to leave you a note. Just let me know if you need anything else from me. I, I certainly owe you. The, the name is Raz, by the way. It is nice to meet you. My name is Sylvie. Sylvie. Do you happen to know how you came to contract this disease? Uh, you know, I... I was at the pub a few nights ago. I started to feel a bit under the weather after that. I thought maybe I'd had a bit too much to drink, but it didn't go away. Um, you know the place, uh, Jigare's Jug, over in, over on Endra Nile? You probably don't. Nice dressed lady like yourself. But I, uh, I had a night of maybe too much excess there, and, well, thought myself uh, hung over but it turns out and I started seeing the rash the next day um, knew I'd got the blood veil I have heard of that place thank you for the information we may have to check that out uh, but that's a place with a lot of people in it so it could have been skin to skin contact or something with coins you know um, 
you just know from like the the amount of rash this guy has and if he's saying like he's been sick for about four days he's he's not like brianne like brianne has been sick for you know nearly a week so or just over a week but you guys have like kind of healed her um so if this guy got it he likely didn't get it from the initial you know the initial source of this disease caught it from somebody else who had already contracted it yeah uh, that kind of brings another realization to you like if they're saying it's seven days to the grave and people are dying that means you're gonna run out of first contact people pretty quickly yep you know it's only those with like extraordinary fortitude that would last past that point yeah that does not give us much time at all well I think that's all the questions she has so Sylvie says goodbye and is gonna head back to her house sure and you guys do a little bit of room transferring right? yes yep. you wanna give me a crafting check mm-hmm alright I rolled pretty well that is a 26 yep you're good awesome awesome so you guys get your runes transferred and you meet up at the bedroom blade the next day there's a lot of stuff out there now. There's a lot of kind of ties. So so what are you doing? Hmm. What is this new strength I feel? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the reminder. You uh, you did sleep, and you do all feel a bit stronger because you've leveled up to five. Yes! Woo! I feel like you just willed that. In- yeah. I know Griffin talked to us about it, but <laughs> it feels like you willed that into existence. I- Flexed my level into being. <laughs> well, before, before we get into what you're doing, do you want to do you want to talk about like one cool thing you got each of you? Yeah. Who wants yeah. to start? I'll go ahead since I I level up first. Did uh, you squeeze that cannon. level up yeah. for everyone? Yep. Yes. So the cool thing, the the best thing that Marshall's really get at five is the increase to um, expert to, to, to expert for barbarians. It's called brutality, which I love. Got an ancestry feat so I can do more of my catfolk lock things, which I really haven't used much for many reflex saves, so now I can use it for all my saves. Oh, nice. It's interesting. It's appropriate that Diego was just in this underwater environment and doing stuff. He's trying to retrain into Raging Athlete, which gives you a swim and climb speed when you're raging. So I don't know if he's he's quite there yet, but that's what he's working on. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I forgot. If I didn't mention it to you, I did mention it to uh, Emily, like, with all that downtime you guys had leading up to this, you could certainly, you know, you're retrained for the purposes of wanting to retrain for something. Awesome. I know you guys spent a lot of time, like, having downtime and doing character stuff, and that wasn't necessarily on the level up, but I think that's, you know, that that more than warrants retraining if you choose to do so. Awesome. Yeah, cool level for me. All right, who's next? I can go next. Uh, so, Sylvie... I did take you up on some of that retraining with all of the time Sylvie spent working essentially with Orsini and learning more about Blackjack and being a vigilante. I actually retrained some feats into vigilante. So, yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool. So vigilante... Uh, with that ded- dedication, you can take a um, a feat that gives you a social persona. And so with that feat, I took the witch dedication. So 
her witch abilities are part of her social persona that she portrays to the party, to everyone. But then her vigilante self doesn't, well, she still has those abilities, but if she were to use them, it would kind of like tip people off that it's who she really is. Uh, so I thought that was kind of fun flavor to go along with this building vigilante skill that she has. Yeah, and it's kind of cool because like it follows the tradition of blackjack, right? Like blackjack is not a spellcaster, mm-hmm. but you are. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you were to cast spells as blackjack in public, yeah, maybe that, you know, be a little off. frowned upon, but I can't wait to hear what your vigilante name is going to be. Yeah. Ooh. There's a lot of time to think about it. You know, don't nail it down, well, but like eventually it has to be blackjack, but <laughs> she can have a sidekick name maybe while she's training. Yeah. Uh, and then some of my other abilities that I got are kind of uh, going along with the kind of stealth and hiding, making that easier. So I kind of went went into that vigilante direction, but still keeping what makes Sylvie, Sylvie. Nice. Yeah, I knew you had the most retraining, but it makes the most sense because you literally spent days training with Blackjack. Anyone else? Well, I get third level spells. Yeah. Yeah. And that is exciting. I can, obviously, I'm, I'm a prepared caster, so I can pick them different every day. But I'm definitely going to be picking uh, probably Soothing Blossoms and Remove Disease in the beginning here. Soothing Blossoms is just like a very cool spell that I want to just tell you guys about only because it's cool. So Blossoms will grow from the ground in a small area, soothing away afflictions and persistent pains and harm. So any creature in that area, if they roll a successful save against poison or disease effect, it gets critical success instead. It also grants assisted recovery to everyone in the area to end persistent damage, both when the spell's cast and at the start of turns. And then uh, it'll, it'll just very cool for us if there if we do need to make a save against the poison or disease, especially diseases that require two successes, a critical, critical success would mean that it's one and done, basically, which yeah. is very cool. Nice. And it uh, that's that's kind of really cool. So there's that as well as uh, I get removed disease, which also seems very critical this, right now. This time, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, otherwise, that's that's my most exciting thing because the other thing's just like an ancestry feat and I took athletic might. Uh, it's an orc feat. Sweet. Well, um, level five for Vec is very exciting. Also getting level three spells as a spontaneous caster. One of those slots I did take was also remove disease. I mean, like not also because you're preparing it and I just like, it'll just be one of the ones I can <laughs> take or like use. But yeah, it's just such a no brainer for what we're dealing with right now. I mean, just a lot of really cool stuff, though, when you go up a level as a caster. So all your cantrips and stuff will go up, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Um, The stuff that I'm really, really excited about, though, I guess maybe it's just the thing that I'm excited about is that halo that I took a few levels back that just gave me the light cantrip, which did nothing for a party with all dark vision, um, finally turned into healer's halo. So... Folks within 30 feet of me who recover hit points from a positive healing effect, I can use a reaction to add a D6 of healing on top of that. So hypothetically, let's say I am in my moderate curse, which I always am. I cast a level three heal that is going to be 3D12 plus 24 plus three for the curse plus a D6. Like, damn. 
there, there's there's some decent healings going to be getting thrown around here. And I think that probably wraps up all the interesting stuff. Yeah, that'll do it. What did you pick as your signature spell? Was it was it heal? Ooh, um, no, heal I already have as a sig- uh, signature spell. Restoration I also have as a uh, signature spell, but that doesn't do anything at this level up. For the signature spell that I got at third level, I picked Searing Light. So I will have a little bit of uh, offensive spell casting for my third level. Nice. Yeah, it'd be cool. I like that. Um, so you leveled up. You're stronger. You're badder. And where are you going? We well, we have a note or not yet. Well, not yet. I okay. mean, you're meeting like first thing in the morning. So. Then we're going directly to the church. The Grand Vault. Okay. <laughs> uh, there is, you know, still even this early in the morning, a group of sickly people in front of the vault. So I'm going to need athletics checks to get up there. Oh God. Oh boy. It's unfortunate that you can't crowbar people. I do wish we could. If only it wasn't from touching, Sylvie could use her lifting belt to lift everyone out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, athletics, not acrobatics, right? It is athletics, yes. I'm going to spend my hero point to get rid of that natural one I rolled. I don't have a hero point, so... And you also rolled a natural one. I also rolled another natural one. That's three. I would would say, like, maybe don't spend your... I mean, you can try again. This isn't like a... I will... Oh, okay, okay. uh, Try again. This this isn't like a... But, you know, every time you make contact with the crowd, I do need a fortitude save. I did get a five for an adjusted five. (laughs) Good. Okay, so I got three fails so far. A 30-20? Dirty 20, you make it through. Um, Once again. <laughs> everyone roll me a fortitude save. I did get a 23 on my second oh, one. Oh, we should drink our anti-plague. Oh, yeah, you you could have, you know, swung by and picked, I assume you did, swing by and pick up your anti-plague and your, your rune. Yeah, so everyone pick up your uh, anti-plague, take three gold off your sheet. I'll take three gold off my sheet. I did not take mine. Um, uh, was that a fortitude and natural 20? Nice. Yes. Three gold. Oh, 17 on the die, I got a 29 fortitude. Okay. Uh, I definitely fail the fortitude, so I think I'm going to hero point that. Okay. Makes sense. I got a... Tw- Ooh, there we go. 22. You're good. Okay. Hero point paid off, I got a natural 19. Ooh. All right, Ooh. you're good. Um, now I need the three that failed to make another athletics check. Oh, I did. Uh, it's a 23. Okay, you're through. It's never been so hard to go to church before. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, 30. I, I got a four. <laughs> I just don't have. I, I pick uh, you up by the scruff of your neck and I drag you with me with my critical success. <laughs> Was it a crit? What'd you get? 30. Oh, yeah. Okay, with a crit, you can, you can pull it. Yeah. <laughs> D- yeah, it's a DC push, 15. He pushes against the crowd, kind of falls back. Diego looks like, <laughs> and just like grabs him and drags him through the crowd. Alright, I do need a save from the three that just came through. Yes. Oh, another one. Oh, here Here's a maybe hero that's pointable. The, that's the rough part about you know retrying. Don't forget. Watch the bonus. deal with crowds. <laughs> well, oh, 18 out of 30 again. 31. It was bound to happen. Natural one. And I do not have a hero point. <gasps> oh, boy. That's bad. I, I could give you one of mine. Good thing we can cast remove disease now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, so, though. I was just going to start digging a, a grave for him. <laughs> <Might as well. laughs> start thinking of new character concepts. 
Um, does that take you to the next stage if you crit fail? Yeah. Okay. I think so. So you're not feeling anything yet, Vec. But um, you maybe like cough into your shirt and that's not normal for you. No, it's not. How many additional saves are we going to have to make because of this this guy? A lot. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, so you get you get up to the front. You're all at the front. And you, um, I guess you, you asked for a Shani. Yes. Uh, and you're allowed in uh, and escorted to, to a Shani. Oh, hello, everyone. Um, what, uh, what brings you to the church? <clears throat> oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. We, we are here because it's something that I'd heard yesterday sh- struck a chord. Your priests um, were getting sick. But right. they hadn't touched to talk to anybody who was sick, right? Well, they, they, they've they got to be getting sick from somewhere. And our friend Sylvie here thought maybe, well, well, what does everyone who worships Abadol have in common? You touch a lot of currency. Maybe the disease is being spread through, I don't know, bad cash. No, that is uh, an interesting theory. Uh, we are the only bank in the city, so if that's happening, then, well, most of the city's money comes through us at some point. I don't know if that gets you much closer to a source. What about the people that were getting sick without talking to anybody else? Were they handling certain accounts or... Um, collecting taxes from um, I don't know if you collect taxes from certain um, districts maybe hmm that is a good uh, good call out give me a a few minutes I I will go ask around to the first that were sick and see if um, if there's something common among all of them and he would he would leave and and you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes later, he, he'd return. Um, at the time they were, they became sick, they were dealing with inbound money, uh, as you might expect. Uh, and maybe that is a relief, but uh, if they were all sick from that, then the, um, the vault wasn't, I guess, poisoned from the inside. Um, but they had several different accounts that uh, that they were dealing with the inbound transfer. Two of them were dealing with coin from uh, several local businesses. Five of them were actually helping to set up new accounts. And the remaining two were dealing with a transfer from the Crown's vault. What's the nature of that transfer? The Corvosan Crown does keep some of its money within the bank. Um, it helps the city's prosperity to be able to lend with the, you know, the backing of the the monarchy. So they um, they keep an account open here. Is this a regular transfer that happens often, or was this unusual? Um, I would say. Regular might be a strong word. It doesn't happen daily or anything, but once a month, maybe. The crown transfers um, 
part of the um, part of the accumulated gold. Uh, much like we transfer some taxes back to the crown. Um, so it, it, it's a monthly account. I think I speak for all of us when I say we would be interested in knowing the details of these specific businesses and accounts if you can provide them to us. We'd like to dig deeper into the sources of this money. I can get some top-level information. I can't give you the names of the people who started accounts, but I, I can see if there is a commonality. In the meantime, we, with all of the disease spreading and the transfer of coin from many, many hands, it would be beneficial if there was a way you could sanitize the coins as they come in and leave to make sure they are not a vector of transfer. Well, I will uh, put maybe your mind at ease. I'm, I'm not sure how far back you are all triangulating the, the disease to, but what we have found through research the past several days is that it stays on a surface for roughly two days. So we could certainly sanitize coins coming out and coins going back into the vault, but that initial sickness would have, you know, those coins would be, I guess, inert unless they were touched again by a sick person. I, I don't know how... Again, this is assuming that the coins are the source, and I... I do... I do see the logic in what you're you're all saying. I, I can't think of another way that the priests here would have gotten sick unless they... unless the people that they were making those transactions with were also sick, but we normally don't touch when when opening an account or something, or, or doing these transfers. We normally don't come into contact with other people, so unless proximity is a concern, I, if it is truly on a surface, the coins do make sense. It'd be good for us to understand if those new accounts that were opened were from people that were all not from here or if any of the names can be possibly rearranged into the same kind of words or something uh, we think <laughs> we think that there's possibly some sort of uh, cult type of interaction with uh, Ergothoa um, and Andiasen is another name that is uh, these, this cult might be worshipping so they might have used some form of the name in honor or something just thinking, like, they could have done, like, Andy Smith or something, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it would take him some time. Yeah, it take him a couple, you know, maybe an hour, maybe a little bit more just to track down these accounts because he has to go to the people that opened them and, you know, hey, was this really the one that you felt like you were sick after? Right. That makes sense. I think we'd be willing to wait. We don't want to make our way back and forth through that crowd anytime mm -hmm. soon. Right. I uh, now can go through that crowd again. Oh, Vicarus, we didn't check to see if you picked up a rash or not The uh, when you went through. Diego, I'm going to need you to check me. And uh, the music Here. kicks back uh, on. No shirt, no shoes. Let me help you with those buttons. <laughs> this is a place of business. So you'd leave for, you know, an hour and a half, getting gathering all this information. He would return to you. So 
I am not at a liberty to share uh, the names, although they did not look like anagrams. They were quite different. Uh, but the five new accounts were all residents of Old Corvosa. They had not had a bank account prior to now. The businesses were both from North Point. Uh, the crown transfer, I mean, that's that's all. I don't have any more information other than that. Grey Maidens brought it in. Mm. What? You know, interesting thing about Grey Maidens is they're fully covered. Face, arms, everything. Shit, fun fact. What part of town is Jagare's jug in? Old Corvo okay. sits right around the corner from where Vec lives because he drinks there a lot. Uh, the the more interesting thing to me was that the amount that people found, that, uh, that people you know were transferring in, was quite similar. Huh? You, you mean the businesses or the individuals? All nine of those accounts transferred in a sum of 50 silver pieces. Shawnee, mate, you know that is too coincidental. Hmm. I wonder if that means that that the money was, well, normally the people of Old Corvosa don't have 50 silver to just put in an account. So I do wonder if they maybe came into a windfall or found that money somehow. There's only one way to find out, isn't there? Give me a name or an address and I'll check it out. We'll check it out. You know that doesn't feel right. I could maybe give you one of the businesses that that received or that that uh, sent the coin. At least that does isn't personally identifying. Um, the business is known as uh, Giotoro's Toys. Gee. I don't know if Mister Giotoro was the one to bring the money in, or uh, but it was handled on that business's account. That's plenty, mate. You've done us, yourselves, and I hope your fellow priests and the people of Corvosa a great service today. We can take it from here. We can go ask around this Toro's toys and see where that cash came from. Well, the rest of you think. I, I agree. I'm worried if it was a toy shop, how many children are going to be touched. Yeah, that's, that's, that's dark, but a reality we may have to face quite soon. It is clear that children are the workforce of the city's economy. Striking at the children will cripple the uh, mercantile districts. There is a, another matter that I, since you're here, it has been a few days now and people are dying in fairly high qual- quantities. So many of these people in these accounts, if they also touch the sick coins, may not be alive. Uh, We, as a church, have started offering discounts on treatment. We have been paying, uh, we have been offering discounts to people that um, are willing to take up the task of cleaning up the dead. Uh, We're offering them discounted treatment because they are obviously exposed to the disease. However, we have tasked them with carting the bodies to the Grey District where they will be buried. And several of the... of those carting bodies have stopped doing so. Um, so, if 
if you're on the lookout for other things, that may be something that um, you want to look into as well. Uh, what's happening to... They're being treated, so they're not dying. Um, but are some you, of them have just stopped. Are you suggesting some have gone missing? Yes. That That is the main fear. I, I had assumed that maybe they just didn't want to do such gruesome work anymore. Something has just clicked in my head. And the reason that a necromancer or group would want to work with the, the Ergothrone cultists is they're giving them a fresh supply of dead bodies to work with, maybe. So yeah, that's oh. why there's a plague, man. Maybe there's some necromancers, yeah, siphoning off some of these carts of bodies and the people along with them so they don't say anything. Yeah. Ooh. I think as you come to that realization, we'll continue the curse campaign next Ooh, time. Yes. The Bestow Curse Podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.